check what you're <clears throat> what you're thinking right now. Your posture. Is your back really still awake? Or is it kind of gone to sleep? Or is your mind still awake? Or it's just in state of slumber? Just notice it's really important to use your the quality of your mind that can see clearly. It can even see when you don't see clearly. The mind that can see when you the bright mind and the mind that can see the confused mind. It's quite amazing. We can see everything. The happy mind, loving mind, the caring mind. So from time to time, ask yourself if you really want to know a little clearer what's happening now. How am I feeling? That gives you answers sometimes to really what you need to to do to wake up. We're not here to fall asleep. We're here to really wake up. Otherwise, it's a waste of time if you can just just follow habits. So. Loving kindness, kindness is really this, the effort we make to help our mind and body to be at their best in terms of Dhamma, to help them to really, to develop in a way that give strength to its capacity to see, capacity to hear, and capacity to be very patient with things that are unpleasant. And there are so many things that can be unpleasant. But this quality of patience needs to be reminded. Am I restless and impatient with my pain in my body or Or am I able to see whatever pain I'm experiencing right now, whether it's mental pain, emotional pain, or physical pain, am I able to really bring an attention onto it which is neutral, just attentive? It's like you're looking to a, if you're looking to the, to a die, you know, if you were observing a dying person, you are not fret about to find out what to do with it. You just let things be. Let this person be. 
And in a way, I mentioned that before, Jansha said that mindfulness is a graveyard of all things. What he meant, he's talking about letting go. Letting go is that allowing things to die so that a mind can be renewed, transformed. and known in its most profound knowledge that we can have about the mind. We can see the mind distracted. We can see the mind gathered in one point. We can see the mind open and relaxed and bright. And we can witness a mind perhaps going through a very painful emotions. And so the, the part that is really calm and still and stable in you is that ability to see and you don't need to have a lot of explanations about this because you can feel it and know it yourself. It's, it's sometimes used mindfulness, awareness, the knowing, the seeing, the, all these words point to the same thing. The ability to be a witness to our mind. And the experience that arises, that arise in the mind and disappear, arise and pass away. So double check, what do we meditate? Sometimes meditation can become another bad habit if you're not careful. Just a kind of thing to do rather than a, a means to renew the quality of weak awakening such as energy, mindfulness, calm, peacefulness, effort, and the ability to investigate the Dhamma, investigate the mind as Dhamma rather than the mind as something I have to get rid of. I don't have to get rid of my mind, my pain, my... I just have to bring the witness, this patient, kind, neutral, inner seeing, 
the mind of the seeing from the mind just like white knives very simple isn't it you can you can see with you we use the word seeing because you can know and as you know you can also understand the nature of mind and body you can understand the buddha gives us for example three qualities to what we experience three qualities to realize to see clearly quality of change quality of pleasant, unpleasant quality of dukkha which is as a famous Meditation master said once that pleasure, pleasantness, is a wavering of pain. I find this expression very helpful. Don't count on the mind to give you happiness forever. Pleasure is a wavering of pain. So the mind has times that are very pleasant and happy and joyful and then it changes into something other. You can feel depressed, disappointed, sad, bored and so on. But the seeing itself is a neutral approach. Just you see. Simple as that. You observe and see. Inner seeing. like the eyes of your mind check your posture part of the correct practice is to have a posture that actually supports wakefulness rather than a posture that drags you down to sleepiness. What is your back doing right now? What is your body doing? Is it kind of falling asleep and sinking further down into torpor and sloth? Or is it supporting the quality of wakefulness which is so hard to support, even at the best conditions? So when you're on meditation retreat, you're 
intention is from the beginning to the end is to learn to support the qualities that nurture wakefulness nurture the quality of clear seeing you can, with clear seeing you can see a muddy mind like doubt with clear seeing you can see a restless mind you can see a, an angry mind with clear seeing you can see a mind obsessed with the desire for sense pleasures or a mind caught up in a lot of questions and doubt and worry so none of this needs to be get rid of but you keep that refuge of knowing, seeing ask yourself what's happening right now don't just let your habits, patterns, take over. I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> I know for myself it's not easy. But you stay with the knowing, and the knowing can take care of what you need to do to keep on being awake. The knowing mind. Sometimes you have to give it some helpful means, like ask yourself, am I awake right now? And then you can leave these thoughts, just go. But you give the mind a little bit of food to know in which direction it's going. You don't need to get an answer from your questions. You just shake the mind a little bit. It's like giving it a little bit of a prodding it. Giving a prod, prod to your mind what's happening right now don't need an answer the question will come answered by simply going back to knowing and seeing mind and body sometime we can get peaceful and quiet and sleep in a little bubble of peacefulness that's not meditation meditation is not to get caught into a bubble of peace remember it's seeing peace when it's there and to be awake to the attachment to a peaceful state you see attachment to peace and peace. Peace comes and comes and goes. But if it is real peace, it's energetic and it's full of vitality, a vital peacefulness. Not 
the peacefulness of a slumbered mind, mind in a state of slumber. The Zen tradition is very practical on those level. When they see you asleep, they just give you a good whack. I think it's excellent as far as I'm concerned. And I wish I would have a stick to kind of whack you from my, from my seat. <laughs> I could be busy, I suppose. <laughs> Well, they are, I think that they are very, Zen master are very practical. <laughs> they know that the mind is stubborn <laughs> and can be completely oblivious to what it's doing. <laughs> 